That's how you take control of the atmosphere. We're in the house of God. No foe, no demon, no imp, no devil in hell can take control of the atmosphere. That's what you need to do in some of your homes. Refuse to let the enemy have reign in your mind, in your body, in your will. Refuse that he does that. Woo! I got the mind of Christ. No way I can lose my mind. Paul said, I bring this body. I bring it under, under, I bring it under command of my voice. I tell it what to do, and it obeys. My God, hallelujah. Shit, Woo. Woo, we need to put the cap on this thing. We got a gusher, you know how to, got a gusher of oil. We got to put a cap on this thing. So you can control the distribution. Holy Spirit, don't just let anything come into your life. No, don't just let anybody come into your life. I am the temple of the Ruach HaKodesh. Holy, set apart. Woo! I got the mind of Christ. No one can infiltrate that. No thought, no demon, no suggestion. I got the mind and the will of my father. Ooh, I have the ability now to resist. Hey, I'm in my right mind now with Christ. You don't have the mind of Christ, you're insane. Glory to God. Woo! Hallelujah. My God. Each time we come together, it should not be the same experience. Same spirit, though. But a different experience. Woo! Y'all know yesterday oil is not sufficient for today. Fresh oil. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Woo. Just being obedient. Something real quick. My God. He's got to capitalize on this. That's what he does. Woo. Timothy, wage a good warfare. <laughs> oh my goodness. 
all you got to do is be open to him and him only. Woo. My goodness, I need to know who in the foxhole with me. I need to know who, who is in the battle with me. I have the mind of Christ. You can't lose your mind. You don't come to Christ to lose your mind. You lose your carnality. <laughs> but you obtain the mind of Christ. The mind and the way of salvation. Which is holy, which is purity. Woo! My God. I want, the, I want the word just to minister to us for a minute. Can I get the word? Can y'all be in agreement? Get the word to minister? As the minister reads and hear what the Holy Spirit is saying. Okay, so they want to know what that scripture was on Sunday that I told them about in Timothy. Second Timothy. Let's see what the Holy Spirit is saying. Amplify. Ah. Let's see if y'all in a battle or war. Because we are. <clears throat> Talking to believers who don't believe. Damn. Talking to someone today. You sure you won't text me? And have doubt. Kicking it, some of the ministers today, a few of them really love the word and didn't have the word. That's it. So, we start talking about the heart. <laughs> People know when you have a good heart, and they know when you have a bad one. And people know when they have a good one, and they know when they have a bad one. Oh, yes, you do. People, man. But they don't take heed to what's in front of them. Now, I met with you, but you didn't take heed to who was in front of you because you looked at me as mere man and not in my call. Come on now, I love that right there. See, Paul said, you're no longer there. Who are you? If I'm in your life, I'm here on assignment. And it would behoove you to listen. People say they believe. They do not believe. I'm a believer. I'm a believer. Well then, let's find out if you trust and believe in God. See, everybody say we're believers, but when it comes time to be tested and tried to see whether your faith is genuine, 
Because we got a lot of uh, people who say one thing, but they believe another. I'm not your source for money. God is. But don't you know that? Because you told me that you know your call. Yet you have not submitted to me nor anybody. How person come to you, want money from you, and don't come and don't sow and don't do anything for the kingdom, but no, because you got a good heart. See, he know I got a good heart. And you know how he knows he ha- I have a good heart? Because he looks at his heart. My heart's not like his. Because if it was like his, he couldn't come to me. This is a shame. I thought you were a believer. You said you want to trust God. Well, now you need to lean on him and not your own understanding. Now you will understand that this test and trial is there for you to make sure that your faith is bona fide. See, when we do this, we talk out the side of our neck. I knew the minute he texted me, but he wanted it. Oh, foolish. Galatians, who has deceived you? You wouldn't learn anything. You wouldn't trust God if I gave you money. You would trust me. You would believe in me and your words instead of going to the source. It'd be different if he's a little tired of here. See, people just come in and rape and pillage the church and then say the church don't do nothing. Met with you, you didn't come once. See, everybody always wants something. But don't want to produce. It'd be time for you to produce. It's the time for you to produce. That's why. That's why you texting me because you need to produce. And I'm going to, my words are going to guide you to how you need to produce in your production. But you won't receive it. I can't help you. You discount prayer. Then you're going to put a demand on it. I need it ASAP. I mean, who? who? You know why? Because he discerned my heart. I got a good heart. But I ain't crazy. That's how you get got to. Some of y'all got good hearts. But you need to have a discerning heart. That's right. I can teach you how to fish. Instead of giving you a fish, I can teach you how to fish. This is why it's important for you to have a relationship with God. Hello? Your time of need, 
See, unless you say, uh, uh, Abraham said, no, 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 I want to make sure that God gave this to me, not you, not man, because you'll brag and boast. That's crazy, y'all. Do y'all believe? Well, that's why you pray. That means you're here, you're believing. Pray, believe that you have received. I need to know who is in the bunker with me. Prayer shows you. Prayer can locate to tell you what uniform you're wearing. Whether you're a private or you're a general, which one? Does a soldier, a farmer, and an athlete have in common? Mm. Go to, just rhetorical, just wait. Ah, Amplified. And we're going to read, I'm only going to discuss uh, uh, maybe three, four, five, six, maybe four, five little verses, but. I'm going to have him read just a little further because I need you to get the whole picture. Why it's important. So go to 2 Timothy real quick. You got long. 2. And we're going to start at 3. <laughs> Amen. And it so reads. Take with me your share of the hardships and suffering, which you are called to endure as a good first-class soldier of Christ Jesus. No soldier, when in service, gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. His aim is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him. Stop right there. This would be you. I want to make sure we got this. Take it. At three again. Take with me your share of the hardships and suffering which you are called to endure as a first class soldier of Christ Jesus. Stop right there. First class. Not coach. Hold on. I need y'all to really grasp this. Okay? Take me, okay, your share of hardships. See, this person going through. Talk to him. How's it going? Pray everything going? No, not really. Wife loves the job and everything is about to go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So... In the same sentence, see, when, when you get faith and somebody tell you, y'all got to cut this butt out. You need to solidify that is the word true. Not on what you see, on what you believe. <laughs> see how he was building upon what we were sitting there today? Teachable moment. Now you're going through hardship. Suffering, that's part of being a believer. 
<laughs> okay, all right, maybe it's just me. Why is it still happening? Now, I'm going to tell you that why is something else, because one of the whys could be because you're, or you're disobedient. Okay, self-affliction. But the other one is because you're in Christ. Why this happening? So if you're having finance problems, you need to be a good steward. That's what the problem is. Okay. How is a farmer going to have a harvest if he never planted any seed? Tell me how that's going to work. Hmm? How, if you have no seed, how, okay, let's read on. Now, make sure you understood that. You're sharing the hardship, which is you are called to endure. You're called, in your hardship, you're called to endure it. If you believe that he loves you. Come on. Verse 4. No soldier, when in service, gets entangled in the enterprises of civilian life. When in service. You have accepted. You've done, you've done, you've been sworn in. You're in now. His aim is to satisfy and please the one who enlisted him. That would be your chief and commander. Verse 5. And if anyone enters competitive games, he is not crowned unless he competes lawfully. He's the athlete. Fairly, according to the rules laid down. Mm. It is the hardworking farmer, the farmer who labors to produce, who must be the first partaker of the fruits. Mm. Mm -hmm. Verse 7, think over these things I am saying. Mm -hmm. Understand them and grasp their application. For the Lord will grant you full insight and understanding in everything. Oh, my God. It's just built in. It's just built in. Come on, come on, keep on. Verse 8, constantly keep in mind Jesus Christ, the Messiah, as risen from the dead, as the prophesied king descended from David, according to the good news, the gospel that I preach. Stop. Keep in mind. Mm -hmm. yeah. When you're going through this hardship, keep in mind yeah. the Messiah as the risen, he's risen from the dead. He said, basically, that thought alone should keep you above. But we, we go through our problem. We don't think about it like that. <clears throat> we feel the pain and forget his pain. Okay, come on. Verse 9, for that gospel, I am suffering affliction mm. and even wearing chains like a criminal. Mm. But the word of God is not changed. Stop. He said that gospel. Because the ones with this every day is a Friday, that's another gospel. You're not going to be in pain and torture and carrying, you're not going to be carrying chains. But that gospel that he's talking about, the real, the genuine, come on. But the word of God is not chained or imprisoned. Mm. Huh. The word of God. Not, well, you feel like it because you want to do other than his commandments. 
But he said, his word is not like, you're not chained. Free will, but go ahead. Verse 10, therefore, I am ready to persevere mm. and stand my ground with patience and enduring everything for the sake of the elect, God's chosen, so that they too may obtain the salvation which is in Christ Jesus with the reward of eternal glory. Mm. I could go some places, but go ahead. <laughs> the saying is sure and worthy of confidence. If we have died with him, we shall also live with him. Mm. If we endure, mm. we shall also reign with him. If we deny and disown and reject him, he will also deny and disown and reject us. If we are faithless, do not believe and are untrue to him, he remains true, faithful to his word and his righteous character, for he cannot deny himself. True. You going? Yes. Remind the people of these facts. Uh-oh. Hey, did y'all hear that? That's what I'm doing right now. I'm doing that right now. Mm -hmm. Reminding you of these facts. Come on. And solemnly charge them in the presence of the Lord. To, in the presence of the Lord. To avoid petty controversy over words. Which does no good, but upsets and undermines the faith of the hearer. Did y'all hear that? Oh, Lord Jesus. Good gracious. Come on, come on. Verse come 15. On, come on. Study and be eager and oh. do your utmost to present yourself to God approved. Here we go, Tisha. Tested by trial. A workman who has no cause to be ashamed. Woo. Correctly analyzing uh -huh. and accurately dividing, rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. True. Oh, come on now. But come. avoid all empty. Woo. Vain, useless, idle talk. Stop. Go back. Because she's saying go back. She's saying go back to 15. Okay, okay. She's saying go back to 15. Um, yeah, go back to, oh, no. Go back, go back to 14. 14. Go back to 14. Thank you, Jesus. Remind the people of these facts and solemnly charge them in the presence of the Lord. See, you will be without excuse. Everyone that's here. They don't teach it like this on TV, but come on. To avoid petty controversy over words. Flat earth. Okay. Which does no good, but upsets and undermines the faith of the hearer. Is Holy Spirit a woman, a female? See, these are the petty things that you hear that turn you away from the truth. Okay, I know what I'm talking about here. I know what I'm talking about. It's a lot more, too pettiness out there to turn you away from the truth come on verse 15 study ah. and be eager and do your utmost to present yourself to God approved mm. tested by trial see 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 he didn't want to be tested he didn't want to be tested you just said you had faith and trust and believe in God well take the test I'm talking to everybody in here. Take the test. You having trouble with your flesh? Take the test. Restrain, 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 restrain. Okay. Take the test. Let's go. A workman who has no cause to be ashamed, 
correctly analyzing and accurately dividing, Ooh. rightly handling and skillfully teaching the word of truth. Uh, come on. But avoid all empty, vain, useless, I... idle talk, for it will lead people into more and more ungodliness. And their teaching will devour. It will eat its way like cancer or spread like gangrene. So it is with Hymenaeus and Philetus, mm -hmm. who have missed the mark and swerved from the truth. Stop. Paul called them out from teaching false doctrine. He called them out. What did we call them out? Paul called them out. Come on. They have swerved from the truth by arguing that the resurrection has already taken place. Look at that. They that hold on. That argument is still going on. Uh -huh. yeah. Okay, y'all being taught good. They are undermining the faith okay. of some. See that? Of some. Yeah. 19, last one. But the firm foundation ooh, of ooh. laid by God stands. There we go. Sure and unshaken. Bearing this seal, this inscription, the Lord knows those who are his, his. And let everyone who names himself by the name of the Lord Woo. give up all iniquity and stand aloof from it. Guess it. Stop right there. I don't think we need to go no further. Ooh. Oh, my goodness. See, this is what we're talking about, that foundation. This is what teacher... And I are doing with you. Yeah. Along with the Ruach HaKodesh. It's laying down a foundation. Because you're going to meet God. And you got to have some works. And what we're trying to teach, so you'll understand those works will be before God. I don't care what you think, what you do. The word of God says that there's going to be a judgment day for you. And you have to have some works for your reward. There are going to be some people there that have no reward. You're going to be there, but no reward. What did you do with the foundation that I've laid? And you can't lay another foundation and call it word of faith and prosperity and grace. You can't lay another one down. It's already been laid. This is what they're doing. That's why you hooked up on all these books and everything. You can't be reading all these books from people. Void of the Holy Spirit. Tell you this is it. I am convinced, y'all. See, this ain't this not what they're teaching on TV. This is what they need on TV. It's got a bigger, it's got a bigger platform. But what's coming out? What's coming out? This is what you this is what needs to be on TV. Preparing the people. You might die tomorrow. You need to have some works. You at least need to hear. But we don't believe. See, this young man had an opportunity to get it right. But refused that ground. That ground is so hard. That's what I was teaching y'all on Sunday. 
Now check your heart. It's free. The gospel. The price has already been paid. You've been bought already. What's your problem? You want to know anything wrong with it? Examine the ground. Examine the ground. What's wrong? Why they won't receive? Why they won't love God? That's a whole other teaching I want to get into. Uh, a certain reason why you don't love God. Uh, I ain't got no time. I want to, but man, I tell you, teacher going to get me tonight. Listen to this real quick. A Christian believer is to be a strong soldier. I told you I was going to cover the first of those verses. That whole thing is just awesome. Oh, my goodness. The Christian believer is to be a strong soldier for Jesus. A strong soldier endures. He suffers. He shares his hardship with all the other soldiers. He does not lay behind Shrieking his duty, seeking to escape the battle, refused to carry his load. He does not give the enemy anything. He does not deny the cause. He rejects, he, he rejects the command, he, the command. He does not do that. And hide from toil. We don't want to do that. A strong soldier stands with the other soldiers and suffers the hardship of the struggles with them. Say, we don't want to do that with our brothers and sisters. He sacrifices all that he is and has for Christ and for the cause. This is a good soldier. Woo. He gives. Hold on. He gives all. Of his mind, his body, I'm tired, his soul, I don't think that's right, to the cause. And his cause of salvation. Okay, hold on. He gives all of his time and energy to Christ. And his promises are eternal life. He gives all of his money, possessions to Christ. And his mission of the world evangelism. A strong soldier, they got him with that money and possessions. I said, this is the strong soldier. This is the strong soldier. He gives everything to the cause of salvation. The strong soldier of Jesus Christ suffers hardship no matter what the hardship is. He suffers hardship so that men and women and boys and girls may be saved from sin and starvation, evil and disease, corruption, emptiness. Wrongs and loneliness, death and judgment. That's what we're in it for. We don't know our, we don't know what we're fighting for. Okay, speed it up some. 
a strong servant does not become entangled with the affairs of day-to-day -day living. Uh, you're in the service, they feed you, and they take care of you, don't they? And they clothe you, right? And they give you housing, right? That's the natural military. What about the military God? He does the same thing. See, the person won't God to give, but he won't give. He, won't, he wouldn't give his heart to God and trust him. Okay. You can't be in a marriage and you don't trust the person. You're not in a marriage. You can't free fall. They'd be like, oh, you fail. Instead of instinctively know, you got to catch him. See, sometimes your hands are full. You got to drop everything you're doing to catch him. But if you ain't concerned, oops, you fail. Watch out for that. Yep. Mmm. A soldier supposed to have other soldier back. Ain't that right? Okay. All right. All right. You, you husband and wife, you're married. That's supposed to be two soldiers. That means you're supposed to have each other's back. Okay. Moving on. Okay. 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 A strong soldier, that he doesn't come entangled with the day-to-day -day living, right? He stays focused upon the cause of Christ. That of reaching an, of a dying world. See, that's, we, we don't even do that. They keep teaching about us. Of reaching a dying uh, world uh, with the message of life. You, you, in your backpack, you're carrying the message of life. Okay. People have life now. A life that is abundant. And overflowing. And they can live eternally, knowing beyond any question that they are going to live forever, never testing death, or tasting death, should I say. But note this they have to hear about the commander in chief who can give them life. This is the task of the Christian soldier. That is the great cause of the Christian soldier. Is to bring life. Why are you fighting in the fossil, going through all the enemy ground, the mines and everything? You're still bringing life. Yes. See, that's why you need wisdom, skillfully, maneuvering through life. That's why you need wisdom. Oh, so you'll see the minefield. Mm. So you'll see the attack of the enemy. Okay. Listen to this. This is the task of the Christian soldier. This is the great cause of the Christian soldier. And the strong soldier never diverts from the cause. He does not become entangled with the affairs of the world. We pray for uh, Trump. That's where I leave it. I ain't marching. I'm praying. Okay. His purpose is not, I'm talking about the Christian soldier, 
Okay. His purpose is not to make money. Okay. Amen. I mean, I'm coming together with the bitch, with the men that are hurt and broke, and we talking about enterprise. I'm not talking about enterprise. We, I didn't come together to make money. If you seek the kingdom first, it's built right in. Okay. Just say the Jabez prayer. Maybe you need to do the study on that. I don't know. Another books you got to be careful of. <laughs> I read it. Okay. If you would, if you, for real, if you would seek the kingdom and be a good steward, you would be lacking or missing nothing. Why you need somebody to create a whole new gospel? Okay. All right. This won't be on TV, but it will be one day. Here we go. All right. His purpose is not to make money. Uh-oh. His purpose is also not to party. To seek possessions. To focus upon this life, your best life now. See, it's teaching you to focus on life now. Do you know in that whole book, your best life now, it was never not, the cross was not mentioned in that book at all. How are you going to talk about Christ Jesus, his promises, and you don't talk about the cross, the price, the penalty that was paid? Then you're sitting down with uh, another apologist, and you're going to tell and say that Christianity and Islam is so similar. Oh, this is the, I'm before, and this person, he said, I'm before I'm before more people in a day. See, that's pride. You're going to be accountable too. You got to be careful who leading you. You got a big ministry. I want to go to a big ministry. I need a choir. I need all this stuff. Ain't nobody living nothing. That's what I'm saying. Muslims and, and no, we have nothing in common. I believe that he died on the cross. I believe that he is the son of God. I believe that he paid the price and the penalty. That's not what Islam is. There's nothing at all similar. I could keep going. But you're deceived. Okay. His purpose is not to covet positions. This is the Christian soldier. He is not to indulge in the flesh, to live in pleasures. Okay. His purpose is to focus upon the campaign of Christ, of carrying forth the message of the King of Kings, the message of the Lord Jesus Christ himself. What is this message? The message of eternal salvation. You fight it in this fight. You got this, you got all this equipment and your fight and your, it's the salvation of man that you reach them. 
You got napalm falling all down, and you got, you got all these other biological chemical warfare coming in, and you got the gospel. Taking it to a dying world. It seems dramatic, but that could just be talking to your neighbor. <laughs> because if you understood the demonic force that was around your neighbor... Just by you going over there knocking on this door, you want to understand the principalities that are over the generational curses that are in there. Yes. Stopping him from hearing the gospel, the good news. Whew, my goodness. A message of eternal life you're carrying in your backpack, Sam. You're carrying eternal life with you. My goodness. Person fall down. You got the, you got the answer. You can resuscitate them. Say it, Jesus. I want you in my life. Good God. You are the Lord now of my life. You're speaking life eternity. My goodness. Woo! We don't look at it like that. When he know what's in us. The message of eternal life. Man can live both now and forever. See, you can live now and forever. Oh my God. Ooh, you can live now and forever. There is no greater purpose on the earth than fighting to carry the message, that message forth. There's no other one. The strong soldier focuses upon his cause and not upon the world and what people's opinion is. He does not become entangled with the world and its day-by-day -day affairs. You're not a, civil, a, a civilian. You're not. You're not. There's so many scriptures, but I got to speed up. A strong soldier pleases or obeys his commander-in-chief. He seeks to place the king who has chosen him to be a soldier he, he chooses to place him. It's number one. A strong soldier focus upon the commander and his words. Speak the words only. You, I know who you are. You're a man of authority. And I'm a man ooh, under authority. So speak the word. <laughs> Good grace. He focuses. That, that when you in the army and you're in your commander, you want to listen to what he's saying because that could be your life. Ain't that right, men who have been in the service and women? Right? Come on, Whitney. Uh, come on, come on. Come on, come on, Tiffany. You know what I'm talking about, right? You better listen to that commander, right? Listen to the word. Hence, commander. Command. Direction. They focus upon his words. He, he does not look to anyone else. He does not. He, there is no other commander. There is no other commander once you get with the commander. Mm -mm, mm -mm, go ahead. There's not another. Any other commander is a false commander. There's only one commander. Any other one is false. Mm-mm-mm. He does not look to anyone else. 
not to himself. He doesn't even look to himself. Seeking to satisfy the lust of his own desires. I'm part of a platoon. See, we don't get this. My goodness. Oh, my goodness. He does not look to anyone else. Not to love, not, not even to love ones. Oh, this is a big one. He doesn't even look. When he's under the command of the commander, he doesn't even look for other loved ones. Mm -mm. See, that's another entrapment. He does not look for loved ones who would have his time and waste his energies. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. He does not look at anyone else. Not to those things in the world who seek uh, to, to diminish his call. Okay. So you got to be very careful of your associations. A soldier, a strong soldier, is loyal to his command and committed. Uh-oh. Loyal and committed to his commander-in-chief. He obeys his commander and focuses upon, listen, to please him and him alone. See, see, when you listen to that commander, your life can be saved. Okay. Okay. Woo. Last one. Oh, I'll get to that. Then, then he shifted down from, from the soldier. He went to the athlete. Yeah, he was giving you the whole thing. Oh, look at that. The athlete is a strong athlete. He's a, he's a discipline. Now, what is he disciplined? What is he disciplined? He's, he's disciplined in self-denial. A strong athlete. He's disciplined in self-denial. Mm-mm-mm. He strives for mastery of his skill. This picture is that of a professional athlete, a person who has dedicated his life, all that he has for the contest. The Christian is not to be an amateur in life. The Christian is not to be an amateur in life. He is to be a professional. <laughs> See, too many are just amateurs in life. And you got Christ, you're supposed to be a professional. Mastery. He seeks mastery. Okay. Okay, you, you don't believe? Y'all don't believe that? Okay, okay. Go to verse 5 and the same thing we've been reading. Doing in King James, they'll break it down from real plain. King James reads, and if a man also strive for mastery, look at that. Yet is he not crowned except he strive lawfully. Oh my, come on now. Hold on. We're gonna break this down. <sighs> Listen to this real quick. <sighs> he's not an amateur, he's a professional. The struggle is not a part-time thing. It requires all the dedication, the energy, 
and effort that the Christian athlete has and then some. Oh, man. The Christian must go until he cannot go no more. Okay. 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 See, that what happens is you try to serve God in your strength. You try to serve him in your strength. That's why you get tired. And you can't do it quick because it's not given to the swift. There you go. Look at that. See, Paul was watching the Greek society all around him. That's why you hear it in his teaching. He's just observing some things. You got some good principles. All right. They believe in a sound mind and a sound body. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Okay. I'm almost in here. It's not a part-time service. It requires dedication, energy, and effort that Christian athlete has, and then some, more and more. The Christian must go until he can go no more. He must go on and on. How can I go on and on? (laughs) The same way a professional athlete does, through discipline and self-control. I try to tell the men that until you did, I, I went and did bodybuilding, as y'all know. But to do it, the only thing that it really took was discipline. But you had tasks underneath those disciplines. And if you stuck to the tasks underneath those disciplines, you would produce a finished product. But you had to endure. When they were eating pizza, you couldn't. See, okay. The same way a professional athlete does, through discipline and self-control. Sound like one of the fruits of the spirit, ain't it? Uh Uh-huh, see there? Told you it's time to inspect. Uh Uh-oh, last thing, I'm going to finish right here, teacher. There must be no such thing as an undisciplined believer. There is no such thing. There is no such thing as an uncontrolled believer. There's no such thing. (laughs) There is no such thing, uh uh-oh, as a flabby believer. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Y'all know what I'm saying when I say that? Okay. Okay, hold on, listen to this. There is no such thing as an undisciplined believer, an uncontrolled believer, a flabby believer. That means lazy. Okay. There is no such thing as an indulgent, overeating believer, a lustful, immoral Believer. A licentious believer. Uh oh. They were like, what is that? Look it up. I wanted I want you to be like <gasps> <laughs> There is no such thing 
as a part-time believer. There's no such thing as a, a lethargic believer. Uh-oh. There is no such thing as a half-hearted, complacent believer. The believer must be totally committed to live for Christ. Every moment, every day. He must be disciplined and control his mind, his body, and his soul. His body may ache from tiredness, but he must push on and on, even beyond his limit. Are you serving God? That's what I want to know. Are you a true believer? He may wish to indulge, but he must reject the temptation. Oh, that's for somebody. Okay. All right. He may desire to look, touch, taste, and have, but he must refuse and focus. His thoughts and energies upon the race for Christ. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my. Woo -hoo -hoo. Woo. We are not some disciplined believers, man. We don't understand. You experience all of this, but you don't know how to handle it. The Christian believer must seek God. Listen, he must seek Christ to become, uh oh, more and more like him. Oh, I'm going to say it again. The Christian believer must seek Christ to become more and more like him. You must seek him to become more and more like him. I don't have time. Okay. You got that right. He must seek, listen, he must seek to make Christ known to every man, Amen. woman, and child. See, y'all going to have some works. Y'all going to at least know that you got some works. I hope you got some work, but you're going to know you have some to do some. All right. <laughs> no matter how he feels, the Christian believer must be disciplined and control every, listen, and control every day of his life, the discipline that he needs. He, he must, you must do that. You must be in control of the discipline and control. Uh-oh. In the worship of God through Bible study and prayer. He must be disciplined and controlled in the worship of God. I told y'all Study of the word is the highest form of worship. Like four, five. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for your clap. Thank you there. The word of God confirms itself. In the worship of God through study and prayer. In bearing testimonies to the glorious news of Christ, our Lord, the glorious news of eternal life. The athlete strides lawfully or else he is disqualified from the contest. This is critical to know. It is the very, it is the very point 
at which so many people fail. It is not enough to declare that one is entering the contest, nor is it enough to begin running the race. A person has to strive lawfully, justfully, to finish this race. All right, I'm going to have to stop here. Some more. I didn't get to the farmer. I didn't get to the... But we'll get there later. Oh, teacher. Welcome. And y'all going to meet God. You're going to be talking about in the beginning. That's all I remember. <laughs> I'm telling y'all, this is so important. Please. This is so important for us in our daily walk and our understanding of what you're doing here. Of what you're doing when you go home. Of what you're doing when you go to work. What you're doing when you go to the mall. You must always be focused on the resurrection. There's oh, so much, man. I didn't get to go. I'm going to talk about the rewards. <laughs> Not Cole's rewards, but we talking about God's rewards. Oh. Teacher. And it's important to know. This is important to know. I'm going to tell you now, y'all will be, with, at least this part of Zion, will be without excuse. Amen. So it would behoove us, the Bible said, take heed to the things that you hear. So you need to take heed to what I'm telling you. And you need to get it right quickly. Amen. I like the head. I didn't even buy that head. Cool, <laughs> teacher. Yeah, sweet. <sighs> Doctor, Can you we? give me life when I see you. you. Just make me feel good. Thank you. Amen. Thank you so much. She does. I love it's that. I love that. She just y'all just don't know. See, we're not used to real encouragement and real compliment. We're not used to it. That's real, right there. That was real. Y'all was like, oh yeah, that's real cute. No, that was real. Okay. <laughs> we're see, we don't often give or show the appreciation of the relationship. So it wasn't real for you all. It was like, I know for you it was, but people on the outside, because to really appreciate, this is why the word of God says, you know what me is always a teachable moment. We are to discern the body properly. And we should know those that we labor among. But we don't, well, you have to be laboring to know who you're laboring among. So that's why we don't, we can't seem to recognize. Okay. But thank you, prophetess. <laughs> we recognize who we labor among. Amen. The word of God, as always, is so rich and full of life. Purpose for our lives. Amen. We must continue to have a heart for the word of God. We must Always be expecting a fulfilling of satisfaction from the word. Amen. When you stop expecting to be satisfied, how can stuff just be coming out? <laughs> See, when you are not expecting to be satisfied, you will meet your expectation. That I don't have expectation to be satisfied when I hear the word. Wherever your expectation is, that's, that will be your satisfaction or your unsatisfaction. Yeah. 
So if you're always in the word, I mean, it's going to be just going to always be expecting to be satisfied. Just like when you go to your favorite place to to dine, you are expecting to be satisfied. All, all that in dessert, you already have it all planned in your head. Matter of fact, you're already there, and you not, have not physically gone there. See, you had an experience before you actually got there. Until we actually get there with God, you'll keep losing reality of the experience. And it's just, oh, okay, yeah, it's good to have, you know, Billy here. It's, yeah, it's good. But it's, it's not real. So I'm always going to be the reminder for to have experience with God. Amen. Um, really quick. Because this is a familiar scripture here for most of us. But um, when it talks about to suffer, you know, this is not a request. It's a command. And I was asking today, just rhetorically, I wasn't didn't want the person to re, to respond and give me an answer. But um, I was saying, why, why don't we just, when it comes to God, why don't we want to serve Him wholeheartedly? Why don't we? Why don't you know? When you do Zumba, you know, you go do all the things that's required, right? You take the test, you you pay the money, you buy the clothes to go with the certification, you network with the people that actually do Zumba, right? And then when you go, you're excited. Get fulfilled. Right? But you see a value in it. But why is it not that excitement for God? I'm like, why don't why don't we give him everything? Why don't we give him our all? Because we're deceived if we think, and this is what he's talking about. Because a lot of us are not ready. I can tell you, I was telling someone about Toria yesterday that don't even know her. I said, she has truly, in her life, have given all of herself, all that she owned, everything, for the gospel. A lot of times you don't even know who you're sitting amongst. You just don't know. And until you're ready to give your all, you're not fit. You're not fit to serve. Because when you... Into the military, you have to leave everything. It's just like the kingdom. You had to leave family. Had to leave your children. You had to leave home. Had to leave all your possessions, didn't you? Terrence, you had to leave all your possessions. I'm bringing none of that with you because you know why? You're going to enter into another world, and this is going to be the only world, world that you're going to know. Leave everything. But we see a value in it. But the kingdom, he said everything is just like that. It's a while you can't even talk to your family. 
because they're going to train you now and introduce you to your new family and your way of life now, how you to live, how you're supposed to conduct yourself, how you're supposed to talk, how you're supposed to walk, how you're supposed to suit up. And it's all in excellence. See, this is why there's something about a uniform when a woman see a man in a uniform. First of all, you see him, you think he got money. That is a false exception. Because I'm, I'm just saying, you see, a woman don't see a man in a suit. I'm not talking about, uh, you know, the suit that you go and buy from the department store. I'm talking about a military branch or a pilot. And it's something about men in that suit. Law enforcement. First of all, you see authority. Somehow, you give honor and you don't even know the person. You feel it even though you don't see it. You feel the need to honor this person. But with God, no honor. No respect. See, and then there is a sensual thing, too, even about when a woman looking at a man in their uniform. Okay. Start to get all in your flesh and feelings. That's how so many enter into a relationship or a marriage because some see it as I don't even have to do any real work with this man, so you're thinking. Okay. Yeah. No, because you see a military man, and Dodge, uh, did you want to attest to something? But anyway, um, it's just that you, and I was watching a movie, and it was um, uh, um, the guy that you really don't care for. Um, with the black hair, and um, he's in all the action. Tom Cruise. And he was doing this, he was uh, a pilot. And he went into, uh, the, um, I guess, a bar, and they talked about the women before they got in there. Watch how they're going to react when we walk in. All over. You know? My main point is that when Pastor was speaking about um, not to be flabby, sloppy, he's speaking about that you are to be fit. Condition. He said the, the call is a command. It is a command, and the suffering is this, is that you're going to agree that I'm going to live a life without comfort. It's a life. See, but this is why we worry or are upset because guess what? Okay, money is removed. Your comfort is removed. House is removed. Your comfort is removed. He said, 
you have to be fit. He said to share in the suffering with us. He's telling Paul, he's telling Timothy this. He's saying, I need you to be ready to always be side by side with me and the suffering. Did you call him? I thought you did. Um, this is really quick because obviously um pastor always gives me maybe about five or ten minutes, but I, I can work it. I can work it. You're really called to endure hardship. It's part of the call. And part of that call too is the hardship is that you will obey. Because he had to be obedient to the cross. So again, if you don't find somewhere to put the word, I'm just in on that. Because um, when it comes to the, the farmer, you have to toll. And this is what we don't want to do. We don't want to really put any work in. The farmer put a lot of work in. Put a lot of sweat in. You don't put a lot of work in. You don't put a lot of sweat in the kingdom. And so if we don't, we're not willing to do that, you're not, you're not going to see the greater because discipline equals greater. You're never going to receive greater if you're not disciplined. This is why, this is what I've been telling, uh, I've been in a few meetings, and the rest of the women will hear this, is that this is the moment in time to where I'm not going to allow you, not one moment, ever again, not to be a person of integrity, a person who's disciplined, a person that when you say something, you have to, you, you are your words. So be careful not to speak unless you have counted up the cost and how you're going to respond. You're going to be a person of your word, integrity, okay? And so when it comes to discipline, this is something the entire body of Christ, they're lacking because they won't obey. We're still doing what we want to do. Um, what did I want to use? This um, okay, Q. <laughs> I had to talk with Q. And Holy Spirit is taking me another way. And I need you all to know so, you know, teacher acting strange, she blah, blah, blah. Times he had me to where I'm quiet, but when I'm quiet, I'm really, I'm just as excited as when I'm not quiet. It's just that he's, he's doing something and I'm really quiet to listen and hear him. So when it comes to people who are fairly new, I don't know if you guys noticed that, but like T and um, Renika, uh, which you knew, I, I intentionally bring them up front with me for a while because I need them, first of all, not to be distracted because we have a lot of things going on in, in life. We have still people with a lot of issues, and our spirit speaks loud whether you, you're talking. And it can affect the person. So it's almost like when someone new come in, I 
try to place them in a position to where, because they're infant and I need to, I need to care directly for them right now. And with that being said, I don't want anyone to try to counsel them. Don't counsel nobody because you're not qualified. And if we haven't, Pastor, I have not given you the authority to do so. Don't do it. You can pray all day. Come together, pray. Come together to encourage. That's great. Do that. And there's no, but, and girl, uh, you should, that's counsel. Direct them back to me. You think someone's going the wrong way? You need I you need to make a have a meeting with teacher. That's for anybody. If you've been here a long time, not a long time. Don't counsel. I clear? When you do that, you you make you can mess the individual up. Because they're entrusting, they're, they're new, they're kind of open, they're trusting to probably everybody. But then when we're, I'm, Pastor or myself, trying to impart, do something, it's already some foundation laid. And I got to come in and tear it up. And it's going to hurt you more about me coming and tearing up your foundation. Because no one wants their foundation uprooted, even though it's been condemned, the house has been condemned. Um, that the the last thing is this. I don't think I'm missing anything. It's just I want us to be careful. Um, and this is going to be for the men who come to the women of war. Uh, what is it, two more Saturdays? In two more Saturdays, is that I want us to get to know each other still more because I'm realizing still that when we interact. We still don't know the person. You ain't got all that hanging out and those type of things. But you, we should be very discerning because we've been in First Corinthians 13 a long time. The love chapter, right? So that means love, if, if you're in that chapter, it means that it thinks the best of the person all the time. Amen? So I uh, just want to put that little plug in. And also, if you bring food to eat, please don't bring it in the sanctuary. Please Void at all costs, anything with onions and bad smells and odors. We want people when they come in, things are smelling great. Okay? Uh, just be mindful of the of the house of God. Uh, we thank you. I thank Pastor for the word tonight. I thank uh, God for where he's taken us. That was a dynamic prayer intercession. And this is something we need to continue to do. As you kind of notice, you could see that the heart. Uh, or the word that God has put in each and every one of you is um, different. So that means that he's giving you assignment, starting when it comes to children, when it comes to mothers. Amen. When it comes to the uh, attack on their minds and of those natures and things like that. So we want you to grow. But for you to grow, uh, we need you to be honest with us. We need you to be transparent. We need you to do it now for your sake and also your children's sake. And for some of you, your marriage sake. Amen. Amen. The Lord says, come now while you can.
Berta told me, she said, Pastor, you can push me a little bit more. I won't push it enough. He said, I can push a little bit more. Amen. I thought you got a beautiful voice, soothing voice. 